Kia ora tato. this is the blog post from the 29th of October 2020. The breath of life, how tihei mauri ora changed everything. It's time, time for some breath work. So big breath in, hold, and exhale. One more time, in for three, two, two and a half, one, and hold, keep holding, almost there. One more second. And okay, now exhale. <laughs> and how are you feeling? I hope you're feeling better for that. Uh, but anyway, we're flowing on from kai and wai, food and water, in our sequence of in our sequence of wānanga, internalizations and reflections, and moving our energy through that wave of whakaro, of thought, on how we can survive for weeks without food, days without water, minutes without air, and can't survive without light. So what does that mean about our relationship and interactions with the atua, the gods and elemental forces associated with those domains? How can we improve those connections to attain that optimal health and wellness? Because connection is the goal, right? To improve and enhance our connection to ourselves, to each other or to those we care for, to the taiao, the natural environment and so on. Improved health and wellness is the byproduct of a deeper, more attuned connection to who we are and disconnection or disassociation from those things that might cause us harm. Well, that's how I approach it anyway. Rather than try and focus on improving my health directly, I focus on how I'm engaging with Atua, our oldest ancestors, Tupuna, and what the interactions mean, what they're imprinting onto me, and also what I'm imprinting back onto them. And this perspective means my health and wellness, or unhealthiness and unwellness, reflects the level of connection, interaction and engagement I have with Atua and how attuned I am to it and to them. Tafri Matea, the Atua and personification of winds, Tane Mahuta, the Atua and personifications of the forest, and Hineahuone, the earth form maiden and first woman, first human, come to mind straight off the bat, with their associations to breath, oxygen, air and anything related to those elements. And let's start with the reason we're all here. Hineahone. Of course, that should come as no surprise. <laughs> Fashioned from and at Teone Kurawaka, each of the Atua gave expressions of themselves to Hineahone, which we can identify in our own bodies in different functions, organs, and systems, but more on that another time. She was given everything she needed and nothing she didn't. She was built for purpose. Yet still, it wasn't until the exchange of air and breath through the hongi with tāne that Hineahuone was brought to life and the first human came to be. A significant moment in our whakapapa, our genealogy and ancestry where Tiratua, the divine godly lines of descent, was woven together with Tiratangata, the human or mortal lines, they were woven together for the very first time. Kind of a big deal. So if you feel like you need to, take another breather, minimum two deep breaths should do it. And when you're ready, one last little thing. Creating the human element was learned from the knowledge contained within Ngā Kite o Te Wānanga, the baskets of knowledge that Tāne retrieved from the uppermost heaven with the help of Tāwhiri Mātea. So this trio are more intertwined than I knew, especially compared to when I first started writing this post, and it's only piqued my interest as to what this insight means in terms of how we can connect with them, with these three specifically, in different ways. Not just to improve our health and wellness, but what this means in relation to the role that air and oxygen plays in us realising potential, pursuing excellence and knowledge, etc. 
With what Tane did in reaching Tiki Tiki Orangi, the uppermost heaven, and why it was Tafri Matea whom he called upon to help him out and defeat Firo, their brother and the Atua of Misfortune, uh, why Tafri helped him, keeping in mind this was post Tafri unleashing his wrath on his siblings in Te Atua, the War of the Gods, by the way, um, and how Tira Tangata was created and brought to life with the breath. Tihei Maudiora. This moment really did change everything. And if that's the effect that it had eons ago, surely the breath would have a similar effect today. He whakaro mā tātou. Tēnā tātou, hana. And there's a few footnotes here, just other definitions for wānanga. And then referring back to this comment about hinahuone, she was given everything she needed and nothing she didn't. She was built for purpose, just as we are built for purpose, with everything we need already within us, waiting to be remembered, harnessed and realised. And that is the end of this week's post. And so this one fired me up. I love this space and this type of wānanga. It just, it gets me going. <laughs> And so I'm glad we had those breaths at the start. It's funny just reading back on it now. I'm like, oh my gosh, Hannah, you really wrote that out. Um, but I thought it was quite significant. Seeing as it's the kaupapa we'll be talking about and speaking to and focusing on for the next couple of weeks, uh, it seemed appropriate. And I have a lot of ideas. Like I've done a bit of research into breathing exercises into the role that oxygen or that effective or ineffective breathing has on us spiritually, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, physically, and all of those different leaves. We really need to come up with a name for that. So if you have any suggestions, hit me up. Um, but just, I have so many ideas and I like how this blog turned out, uh, but I can see just because I know, like I wrote it and I know the whakaro that didn't make it onto the final product, so to speak, um, but me trying to foreshadow in different ways. So hopefully that comes through over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, but some really cool lines in here, especially about connection. And all the way through the sequence or through this kaupapa we've been approaching with the blog post, looking at kai, why ho or ear um, and then light in the sequence to come and how like why is it that we engage with all of these different atua um, in these spaces keeping in mind that they're not just reserved that these three that I've mentioned in this post aren't the only ones associated to breath or oxygen and it's tangaro is not just uh, the water in the sequence we just focused on, and it's not just homie tiki tiki or tane again, in the kai one. All right, so each of the atua are present in all of them, but these are the ones that come to mind straight off the bat, and that's what I mentioned in the blog post as well. Um, but just one thing I really want to focus on, which is what started to become clear for me as I wrote the post was how it wasn't until the exchange of breath through the hongi with Tane and Hineahuone uh, that she was brought to life and the first human came to be. She was fashioned from the earth at Kurawaka. Each of the atua gave parts of themselves to her, but it wasn't until that exchange of breath that she came to life 
And then when you think about how the knowledge to create the human element came from the baskets of knowledge from Tikitiki Orangi, that Tane only retrieved with the help of Tafiri, who is also the atua and personification of wind and air and oxygen and resides over that domain. I didn't realize the little trio they had going on there, which was a nice surprise for me that I hadn't thought about that before. So I didn't know if this was old news and you already knew about it, <laughs> but I just didn't really look at those different parts of the stories or those experiences. I hadn't connected them, which I think is really cool as we go further and deeper into this kaupapa as well. And that goes back into the theme about how connection is the goal right to improve and enhance our connection to ourselves to each other and to those we care for and so to improve our connection to whakapapa because whakapapa is everything and then that flows into my whakaro around hauora and how I can improve my health and wellness by focusing on the relationship or on the connection on how I'm engaging with atua what those interactions mean what they're imprinting onto me and then in that same breath what I'm imprinting back to them because we're one and the same, but we have this uh, role that we're playing, like them and the tayo, and then me as this person, and understanding those relationships or engagements and interactions, and that's what I focus on, and then the health and wellness or dis-ease, for that matter, is the byproduct of the relationship, or of the connection, or say disconnection. And so a few different whakaro in here, but I tried to weave them together and foreshadow some other kaupapa that I really want to cover uh, with this topic or with this theme, which hopefully will come to light over the next couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, really enjoyed this one and I think it was a good way to start this kaupapa as well, but keen as to hear your whakaro, how you experienced it and any interpretations or takeaways you may have had as well. Kapai, so flick them through, you know where to get me, I'll catch you on the next one. Kia ora.